Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast, where two work from home entrepreneurs who are laughing their way through life, parenthood, and owning creative businesses. I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, and performer, and mom of four. And I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. FreshBooks has features for you and your team like invoicing, tracking your expenses, time tracking, estimates, payments, reporting, and mobile options. Guys, I promise this will keep everything in the accounting bookkeeping world of your brain in one place. If you're not using some type of accounting bookkeeping software and everything's just on random documents on your desktop, you need to try it out. They also have award-winning customer service and they're amazingly helpful so they don't have the uh, attitudes that sometimes people who are great with numbers have with people who aren't as great with numbers. Not that I would know anybody like that out there. I don't know. I mean, you can guess who I'm talking about, but it's not anybody that I know. FreshBooks is offering our listeners a 30-day unrestricted free trial. So to claim it, just go to freshbooks.com SK and enter the code Shaylee and Katie in the how did you hear about us section. Studio wants to revolutionize the way that people see headphones. So not just looking at them as a tech device, but also as an accessory. Currently, you can usually find headphones that are either cool to look at or that sound really great but they kind of bridge the gap between the two of those things. So they emphasize a modern Scandinavian design, but also provide a product that matches the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. They also have free worldwide shipping. They're beautiful. Katie and I both have a white pair with beautiful, beautiful gold. They have cool like accessories you can snap on and off. They have some marble stuff. You can be wireless or plug them in and you can get 15% off with the code SK. So check them out. This is... Katie's going to do a, a test quality on, uh, on test, the audio. Uh, if you have studio on right now, uh, my voice should sound pretty velvety. Velvet Elvis. Velvety and smooth. Uh, if it sounds not that, it's probably your headphones. It's probably your headphones. It's, it's on you. Hey guys, welcome back to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. We're here with part two of Ashley Parsons. If you guys tuned in uh, last week, you're probably still thinking about what she has said. Mm-hmm. I know me and Shaylee are. Um, so we're just going to get right back into it and pick up where we left off. If you haven't heard that first part, go ahead and pause, uh, listen to that first. Um, she's talking about taking two entire years off of social media and uh, what it's like now. Um, so I want to know what the first day of down, re-downloading the app, opening it up, what did that feel like? Complete and total despair. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Literally. I probably an hour in, because I spent, you know, I spent considerable time, um, deciding what I was going to say, thinking that, okay, I'm coming down from the mountain and I have, I have some things to share here. And I think I have some experiences that are unique to me. That's all I can offer. Um, and I also haven't seen anyone's online, you know, hype in over two years. And so, you know, the funny thing is I had I had learned how to replace that in a deeper way. I had learned how to call my friends and say, I'm not seeing any pictures of your ugly kids. How are you? <laughs> you know? and, and, and start to really relearn what it meant to sit with someone and get to know them and then fight with them. Because those are the things that 
that we humans need to do um, in person, and we do really well in person, the, the being real and the failing each other and then learning forgiveness and grace and empathy and all these things we can't adequately do with digital personas. And so I had done that and I had cultivated a really rich life and I had cultivated a lot of, a lot of rich silence and solitude. And, uh, and just, (laughs) I, I downloaded it. I said my thing, all these people start commenting or, you know, the ones who aren't like gagged and blinded by the algorithm. And, um, and, and there's this warmth and this receptivity and like, welcome back. And I felt so much despair and I felt so, um, I think I was mourning that it was over, you know, that, that circling the wagons and, and kind of letting my life be mine and my thoughts are mine. And, and I get to follow those rabbit trails and I'm not doing it publicly. So there's nothing to prove. There's no one to impress. Um, all of a sudden I was back. I was being heard publicly and everything they were saying and every post I was seeing was literally like, little track homes being put up on the real estate of my mind. Plot of land, plot of land, plot of land, stick tree, stick tree, stick tree, you know, beige, 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 sod. (laughs) Sod. 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 (laughs) Like, don't forget the sod, which I'm so jealous of because I live in a house built in 1887 with the most temperamental grass. And I'm like, honey, all those people in the suburban houses have sod. It's like rich and supple between your toes. No, not here. Mm. Um, So I, yeah, I felt so, my inner life, my mind got loud again. It got really buzzy and, and there was a lot of, but like not loud in a meaningful way that like changes you, just loud in a white noise way where it's like, oh, I don't really want to know that that person is driving to that place with that other person right now. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to know that. And yeah, and I don't want to lose the fact that that person and I sat down for coffee two weeks ago and had this really meaningful human conversation and left very full, you know? Um but now I can see them and I can see their kids and I can see them driving to this thing. And yeah, so it all, all the real estate plots were just like being bought up. Bing, 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 bing. Um, so then I just cried. I had lots of ugly cries for probably three days straight and commiserating and um, regretting what I had done. And my husband, who's just, um, I have no idea how I got so lucky. He is my biggest biggest fan he just thinks that I deserve to be on this planet and I am so grateful for his unwavering love and generosity to me and he just he reminded me you know Ash you decided to go back for a reason um it it, of course it's not going to be perfect it's it's a really imperfect place and um you get to decide though you get to decide this time what it is to you and nobody else decides that for you. And so uh, with that, I just was like, okay, I'm deleting the app. Um, That's not going to be 
on my phone unless I'm using it, you know, unless I have something valuable to say. And then I'm going to go through the hassle if it really matters to come down off the mountain and use a freaking app, social media of all things. Like, let's be honest, right? It's not writing a book. (laughs) It's not blogging. It's not it's not doing anything that's going to have this, in my opinion, this like permanent, deep, lasting value. I, I do think that in 10 years or 15 years, my kids aren't going to be going back to Instagram to see who mommy was, right? Like, I hope I have something more to offer by then. Um, so I, yeah, I deleted it and I decided, okay, when, I, when I'm ready, when I have something to say, I'll download it. I'll log back in. I'll say the thing I have to say. I'll spend a few minutes, um, you know, doing some form of damage control, just kind of like, okay, well, someone asked a question and I can tell when they asked it, their heart was really wide open. And then they asked it in comments in front of everyone. And that's so vulnerable. So I need to invite that person to write me a letter. Um, so yeah, and I went back knowing that um, that I I wasn't just going to be on Instagram. I was going to be a pen pal. So as silly as it is, I had started writing more letters in those years off. And um, so I got myself a P.O. Box in my town. P.O. Box 11. I love (laughs) it. Someone recently was like, I envision your town so small, they only have 11 P.O. Boxes. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite number? I've always liked a lot. It's yours. Exactly. No, there's hundreds, but I do like that she thinks that. Um, So yeah, I got myself a P.O. box and I invited people. I put that up at the top of my Instagram bio and just invited people to write me. And um, everything I had experienced, suspected, learned just came back to me tenfold when I opened that box. And there's all these letters waiting there. And I hear every week over and over and over i felt so alone i couldn't talk about this anywhere and then you invited me to write you um man y'all we we hurt <laughs> you know we hurt we have needs we Um, We have a very, very, very real need to be in a kind of community with one another that that says, hey, you're safe here. Um, You're really welcome here. And just so you know, you don't need to be anything for me. There is nothing you could do to make me impressed with you. And there is nothing you could do that would make me hate you. Um, you're as human as I am. And, and you know what, we're all a hot mess. So we might as well just be a hot mess together. And, um, but you know what, that's hard to find on Instagram. It's hard to find on Facebook. It's hard to find on Twitter. It's hard to find an email. Um, But when you sit down and you let your hand work itself into a cramp, trying to put something to words, I'll tell you what, you're not going to stay on the surface for very long because you're writing a freaking letter. <laughs> like, first of all, just the act of having to do that, that, that takes a lot of motivation yeah. and it takes, you know, the acquisition of paper and pen, <laughs> it, yeah. it, right? Like even just that, like, oh, where do I find a pen? Try and find a pen right now. It's such a pain in the butt, you know, it's always <laughs> a pain in the butt. My kids steal all my pens. So 
Just that, the act of someone finding those materials, someone finding a flat surface to write, someone deciding that, oh, okay, me, blank page, pen, one person listening on the other side. What do I say? I could say anything. I could say anything. And, and I found that for me and for the people that I'm writing, the act of being able to listen to myself and put a small piece of me, the truth, the real truth of me on a page and send it out into the world. Just that is enough. Just that act. If I never get a response back, something happens in that quiet because you can't, at least I can't, you know, scroll with one thumb and then hold the pen with the other. Like, I have to be present, I have to be still, I have to be quiet, I have to listen to myself, and, and I have to ask, okay, what do I have to offer in my pain? What do I have to offer in the beauty that I've encountered this week or this day? And then I give it and I send it out there and, and something in me gets healed. You know, just the sending, just the trusting that, hey, even if it never makes it to their door, I took this time to be a person, you know, that feels good. Yeah. And then, and then how did it become a podcast? Yeah. Yeah, It became a podcast because of one particular letter and I still haven't shared her story because I've only done two episodes. Um, and I have a third one that I have all the material for and I'm making right now, but, uh, the fourth episode, I think I I can't decide if I'm going to share her story yet or not because it just, um, I got a letter and it changed me. Bottom line, I got a letter and it rocked it rocked me to the core. And I I'm using all of these cliche words because I don't I can't find the good words when I talk about her and what she shared with me. But um, I I realized that there was a theme in all of these letters that was um, sometimes it's hard to be here and I have no one to tell that to because I've, all, I've got all these followers, yeah. you know, it's that I feel sad, but I feel guilty that I feel sad. And I can't tell you that I feel sad because you follow me so that I don't feel sad. It's yeah. that it's, where do I go with my pain? And, mm-hmm. and that's, I think that's been a, a central theme of my life. What do we do about this pain in me? What do we do about, um, you know, I've been someone who's dealt with a lot of illness. I've been someone who's dealt with a lot of emotional pain and shame surrounding that. And I've always been asking that question, what do we do about this pain in me? Um, Where can I take it and and hear that warm welcome, hear that acceptance? Um, And so I realized that while these people who are writing me have a ton of pain, every single one of them, they also have, my goodness, they're magical creatures. They are, they are the most magical creatures. And I'm realizing, and I think they're realizing, their pain is the gateway to their power and to their freedom and their joy and their identity and their light. And so, and, and the two aren't mutually exclusive. They're actually holding hands. And so I really wanted to start a podcast where sometimes I could share my story. Sometimes I could share, hey, here's where pain and beauty are companions for me right now. And I can't figure it out. (laughs) I don't know if any of us can, but there it is. There's something real, you know, take it or leave it. 
chew the meat, spit out the bones, whatever. Um, but then where I could also take other stories and first of all, just listen to them, um, listen to their story and then, and then craft it and basically set a table for whoever else wants to come along and share that meal with us. And so, um, so yeah, it's a really, it's a different podcast format than what we did before. It's, it's me doing a ton of back-end work to gather and gather and gather and gather audio from these people um, because they tell their story in their own words. So I don't narrate and I don't interrupt and I don't ask questions, which actually I thought was a great idea. And now I'm realizing it's like a thousand percent more work for me, (laughs) right? Um, Because, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of different layers that go into telling an audio story, but right. But it's been a gift because then their story is theirs, you know, their pain, their joy is theirs and they own it and they own that episode. Um, and, and so my hope is just to normalize all of it. Uh, I'm so sick of the highlight reel. I'm so sick of the, the Instagram curation BS, you know, and look, I love my friends who do it and I, I love that they get to, again, pay for some of their bills, but um, I also know those people to be hurting people, and I know that they don't have a place to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, a question would be, let's say that there's someone who maybe, I don't know, hypothetically, let's say there's someone listening, and they're like, I'm not at a point where I'm going to log off. However, I realize they're hurting people, and I'd love for them to not feel as alone when they're on my feed. Do you think that there's a practical way besides just everyone getting a P.O. box to say, like, what's a what's a practical tip to where you could give somebody, I don't know, a need or a, a fill, fill the space to where they could feel like they had a safe place to hurt on social media? Or is it completely not the platform that that's even possible? Yeah, I think that's a beautiful question. And it's such an individual, personal answer. I think that for me, my hope is to continue to normalize my human existence. And if I don't share about the pain, and you don't share about the pain, and you don't share, and then that person listening doesn't share, um, my fear is that we grow more and more and more and more isolated in it because hurting and losing and, and crying are a part of being here. And my fear is that our kids are going to grow up and, you know, look back at these feeds and, and say, wow, you know, I'm a hurting human, but from what I can see, nobody else before me was. Nobody else around me is. I'm the only one. I need to leave the planet now. Um, and there's nothing worse than feeling like you're the only one. And so I think my hope is, um, My hope is that that person listening would have the guts to first do the work inside their inside self. Um, Because I can't share my pain and my beauty with you if I can't accept it myself. And if I can't come to grips with the fact that I'm here for just a little while, just, just a minute, and then I'm gone. And then all that's left are just a few characters, let's call them characters, on a piece of granite, you know, that sits six feet above my body, um, that will decay, 
that will be gone. My, my kids won't be able to hold my hand at the park anymore. My husband won't wrap his arms around me when he wakes up. You know, forget holding your phone. My goodness, we, have, we don't have time, right? <laughs> it's all slipping away so quickly. And so my hope is that that person would do the work to know themselves, know their pain, know their beauty and their power here, and then to share in a really not discriminating way, both, you know, to accept that pain and loss and illness and death are, they're what make us real. They're what make us human and they're proof that we're still here. And if we can not glorify those and not, you know, I'm not talking about getting all goth and like emo together and being like, oh, (laughs) death have her cutie and I just need to like, (laughs) right? And like the dark eyeliner and all that. And if that's your jam, then great. Like swim in that for a while, but it will get exhausting. Um, You know, I've been there. I know I could talk to college Ashley who was just so good at like, I don't know, like staring herself in the mirror until she cried. Like that was a fun game. <laughs> yeah, let's do that some more. Not. <laughs> that was our segment. <laughs> um, do you have any questions? Because I have something else I'm going to ask. I have so many questions, but go ahead. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm feeling like this is going to end up being two episodes. So one thing I'm going to ask, going back into the first kind of portion when you left social media do you have like it doesn't even have to be 10 things but like a list of what are some things that you enjoyed you mentioned sunsets but like what are a short list of some quick things that you realized that you were missing that you didn't realize until you went off Mm -hmm. um I noticed that I was missing uh the sensation of picking up my little hand computer and thinking nothing to see here (laughs) (laughs) you know that that thought came to me well at first probably like four thousand times a day because it's muscle memory right like pick it up unlock pick it up unlock, right and so over and over and nothing to see nothing to see nothing to see here um so that goes into (laughs) all of those secret aspects where we should be getting bored or where we should be focusing on you know we're on the toilet let's be here Let's be on the toilet. Let's, <laughs> let's not, just get this done. Get let's, this done. Right? let's not get fecal matter on our phone. How about that? <laughs> That's a novel idea. That's a goal. Right? That's, That's hashtag goal. goals. <laughs> I mean, really? Where did we go so wrong? Um, yeah, so the, the act of nothing to see here, which just means um, letting myself get bored. You know, I that whole creative many lovers thing I need boredom in order to do that and if I don't get truly decently bored like bored stiff um that next idea is not going to come it is not and if it is it's forced and it's awkward and it's for money or it's for approval or it's for something that's just going to run out really fast and I'm not going to have the steam to follow it through so boredom um Solitude and silence were big ones for me. I did a lot of reading and studying about the monastic way of life, you know, because as strange as it is, I felt kind of monk-like. I felt like I was cloistered away in this existence that none of my peers were living with me, you know, and I could look at other people I emulate, like Mary Oliver, and be like, well, she's fine. She's not on Instagram, you know. She's walking around the woods taking notes, and that's why I love her. 
But that was a practice to learn how to be alone and not lonely, um, to learn how to sit still and listen and trust that um, the writer that is not me is going to show up any minute now if I just sit still enough. Um, and then community, real community, you know, the kind where it's like a, a communion where you're sharing a meal and you that person and their essence is like a scent or a warm drink that just goes down your throat while it's parched and hurting. That kind of communion where you're like, oh, we were meant to to nourish and heal one another. That's what we're doing here, you know? Um, and I forgot that because you were this digital thing and your kids are ugly, you know? <laughs> Clearly, you clearly have been off Instagram the last two years because you haven't seen my daughter. I haven't. I really she's, need to. She's, she's two. She, she's two, and she's the most gorgeous child. She'll restore ever my faith in the beauty of other people's <laughs> children, right? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, and, uh. and then this morning, like this morning was the most beautiful example of what what I gained back, and sadly, what it took over two years to learn. And I wish it would have taken two months. That would have been great, but. Um, hard-headed, like I said, and just takes a while. Um, But this morning, you know, I wake up. um, I wake up to the sounds outside. I wake up to the sky just barely starting to get light. My husband gets up, goes and makes coffee. I lay there for a while, and then I hear in the baby monitor this little, Mama... (laughs) <laughs> from our six year <laughs> six year old. He has a baby monitor because he, you know, with the seizure not breathing thing, he has like an alarm that'll go off in the night if he stops breathing. So I sleep real soundly. Ooh. Um, LOL, guys. Just laugh, okay? Uh. Don't cry. Laugh. Um, and then we'll start crying together. Uh, so I hear him going, Mama. And I love that sometimes he still calls me Mama. I'm like, please do it forever. Um so I pick up my little monitor walkie-talkie, and I'm like, hello, special, because that's what we call him. <laughs> and Hello, special. Do you want to come in for a cuddle? And he's like, okay. So he <laughs> walks down the hallway with his giant comforter blanket, gets into my little cocoon of, like, flannel sheets and multiple blankets because this house is old and drafty and has the highest ceilings of all time. And, and we're all snuggled up. And he lays his right ear right onto my heart, right above where my heart beats. And um, complete side note, I, I have recently been through this complete new chapter of my life where I've been diagnosed with a heart condition. And oh, wow. I now I have my very own cardiologist. I bought her with my allowance. It's great. And he, so I'm very aware that my heart um, isn't doing the right things. And it's, it's started to decide to turn on me. And, and there he is laying on it and it's beating still for him. And, and I remember all of those countless hours spent in the NICU, just holding him when he was the size of a squirrel, right in that exact same place, head to chest, skin to skin. I wore these oversized men's shirts that I could button up around him and keep him warm. And we would just be there together all day. And I wasn't on Instagram yet then. Um, my phone was a place to find out if someone had booked us, but that was the most exciting thing that was going to happen on my phone. And, um, and I couldn't use it in the NICU. So 
I didn't have that option. And he would be all tucked up and we'd be all wrapped up in each other all day. (laughs) And there he is laying there, six years old, still here with me. I'm still here with me, which is just, what a gift. And, And he put his arms around me and started to squeeze, like these little six-year-old chicken arms, you know, squeeze, and then release. And then a few seconds later, squeeze, and then release. And it, it he was doing this, like, soul CPR for me, you know? This, he was feeding me everything that I needed in that moment to be human. And I started crying and of course because we're moms and we're like the kid can't handle the tears you know I'm like wiping away my tears so he doesn't see and and just looking outside at the sky saying over and over and over in my mind thank you thank you thank you thank you this this is it this is what it's all about this is the most beautiful moment of my entire life and I'm still here for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And and just was grabbing onto it. You guys, we stayed there just like that, uninterrupted for 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Did I remember that my phone was, you know, across the room and I could get, of course I remembered. Did I realize that I could maybe bribe him to stay there with me a little bit longer if I pulled it out and entertained him mindlessly with some show or some YouTube thing or some picture, some video of the dog doing something? Of course I knew that. Um, That two years away gave me the gift of knowing my boundaries. (laughs) And knowing when to say, you know what, this this is one of those moments I've lived for and I will die for. I'm not giving this up for anything in the world, especially a phone. Woo! Woo! PG-13, you get one. What a great choice you made. Katie and I were like leaning in closer and closer with like watery eyes. And I was just thinking like, I let Opal watch cartoons the other morning. And we all do. And and grace to you and be gentle and kind to yourself because we're all just trying to make it through the freaking day. And thank God for cartoons because they are... Yeah. They're the world's best babysitter. You know, they're free. <laughs> they are the free babysitter. Yeah. And they are wonderful sometimes. Um, no, but that's so good. You look at that like, oh, I don't have time for this. I have all this stuff to do. And it's like, no, really, though, that's the most important thing you could be doing. It's the most. You don't have time It's the most important thing. And those are the moments when you get a sense of who yourself is. You know, you get to know you. And Zion mm-hmm. was getting to know him. And we were continuing to be here in this space. I need those moments. Yeah. You know? <sighs> Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. You're so helpful. We're supposed to play a lighthearted game now, and I'm like, I need we to are. just simmer. And it's good. No, oh. and look, I am such a firm believer in just let it all, you know, the, the Hitler mustache marker thing. Like, just play around with life and and let it all get messy together and look it's okay that 
I have this heart condition, but I also, you know, will post something lighthearted on social media, or I've had a really lighthearted day, but I'm going to share my pain on social media. Like, it's okay. You know, we're, we're just here. And honestly, this is just my first time. Like, I haven't been a human before. I'm just figuring out how to be a human. And so are you. We're all figuring it out. And then, and then we're gone and we're home. So we might as well try and figure it out while we're here. Stuff. Slow, clap again. Oh. slow clap again. Oh my god. Two slow claps. I think we should still play the fun game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I I think we're fun all, games are fantastic. I just feel like we're all I mean, this is my first time. Yeah. Right? We're all just learning. Right. I just came up with this. That's we're good. all just figuring out you how to do it. You sound really wise right now. I'm I'm just really wise. We're not gonna release this. I'm just gonna have it transcribed and then I'm gonna read yes. it all Perfect. like a monologue. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. Brought to you by plagiarism. Brought to you by plagiarism. <laughs> also okay. known as Instagram. So wipe your eyes, also listeners. Known as Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a perfect Segways. transition. Segways and uh, Ash Parsons came up with this game. <laughs> so get excited. Oh my gosh, uh, we're, we're going to be that playing. One? We're playing it. Oh, yeah. We're going to play a game called Instagram. Should be called <laughs> Fill in the Blank Stagram. Okay. Okay. It does have to end with okay. Stagram if, if possible. Right. Okay. 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 Instagram. Um. So, uh, apparently, we should start with Instagram should be called plagiarism Instagram. Plagiarism. That's what, plagiarism. Plagiarism. That's good. Okay. Oh, All right. Everyone dry your eyes if you're listening at home. Because we're going to see some jokes. <laughs> we're fun. We're fun. Okay. Woo! This whole thing's been fun. It's just been a thinking fun. Okay. Okay. Instagram should be called I'm holding up. Plantstagram. I'm holding a plant. I'm holding a plant Instagram should be called. Here's my baby Instagram. Here's my baby Instagram. Yes. <laughs> Laying on a sheep Instagram. <laughs> sheep. A sheepskin. Oh, sheepskin. I mean, it could be the literal bareback sheep. I Ooh, don't know. I'd subscribe. Whatever. I'd subscribe. Babies Whatever on the sheep. people want. Whatever my people want. At babies on sheep. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm in it. Following. Okay, Ash, your turn. Uh, Instagram should be renamed to. Here's a picture of a book I won't actually read. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But don't I look literary? Smart. Yeah. Don't I look don't smart? I? Mm. Inst- <laughs> Instagram should be called. You can't tell I took a selfie and posted it because of the Maya Angelou quote below it. Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> you sneak in a selfie. You sneak it in. <laughs> sneak like, it in. I like that quote. Don't ask how many takes it took to get this read the quote read, read the, the quote, quote. it's not it i'm not being like i don't think i look good no. i just i didn't have anything to post with the quote right i was like what would be easier than just taking a whole bunch of selfies of myself and finding <laughs> yeah yeah right instagram instagram, instagram. um <clears throat> let's see instagram should be called <laughs> foodstagram foodstagram mealstagram mealstagram I should be interacting with my family. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ash. Uh, Instagram should be called I own a bed Instagram. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. Here's this. Here I am drinking coffee. Here's this it. bed. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Instagram should be called 
Here's a picture of me sleeping in the bed, Instagram. But who took the picture? Who took the picture? The selfie? selfie? Magical Sleeping fairy. Selfie? Yes. Magic. Magic fairy. It's a levitating. It was probably their Instagram. child. Let's be real. It was oh, you know child. what? They probably have a drone. <laughs> it's probably just a drone hovering over the bed, Instagram. Mm. Right. Right. Good stuff, guys. That's fun. Um, Ooh. By the way, Instagram is going to be a partner soon. So oh, I'm just right. oh, no, God. They don't want us. <laughs> They're like, I feel like 50% of your episodes are leaning people against us. <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. You don't need us. They're going to be like, no one will ever see your post. The podcast is live this Tuesday. I just, ever. Yeah. I just, I just did the um, algorithm. The algorithm yeah. you hidden. Hidden forever. Found uh, and gag. Yes. Oh gosh. Ah, okay, thank any you. Others? We thank just you. took so much of your special time. Are you we did. This is a gift. Oh. It was a real voice kind con- it was a voice conversation though. Yeah, it was a voice. We were face to face. It was like an audible handwritten letter. It right? was. It was. An audible letter. Also just audible, known as, we like, call this an audible book. Talking. Talk friends. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I've heard Whoa. of this. Talking. Yes. Right, yes. Yes, that's simply um. to say. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm throwing this out there too. You can be a guest twice, and Katie and I do go to Kansas City every once in a while. So I mean, it could happen in person that we see each other and not record it, or record it, <laughs> or just have coffee and be friends. I I would love to <laughs> oh, do any of the above: now. the recording Fan or girl. not recording, or coffee and okay. be friends. We, I, you know, cool. we could talk or not talk, and hours. still we have things to not talk about. All right, so that was part two of the episode. Um, Ashley did want to invite you guys to write her some handwritten letters. Uh, Her P.O. box is P.O. Box 11, Liberty, Missouri, 64069-0011. Please write to her and go ahead and check out Dear Somebody in the iTunes podcast on your app. Uh, Subscribe. Um, it's amazing stuff. She is she's a craftsman, so she takes great care in everything she creates, and this podcast is no exception. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm stoked. Shaylee, are you pumped about what just happened? So pumped. My brain hurts still. My brain hurts in a good way. In a good way. We're all gonna die, but it's okay because we realize it. Goodbye, but not forever. But maybe, but maybe, maybe, maybe forever. That took a turn. They <laughs> <laughs> <Like> got <a> dark. <sighs>